You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason. This is your co-host, Danny. Fans, we got a full show for you today. We're talking a little bit here about the uh, NFL preseason, NBA offseason talk. And college football is upon us as well. So we'll get into that. And we'll throw in something here as well about the Milwaukee Brewers. But first, Danny, right into NBA. Surprisingly enough, James Harden's in the news again. Gets fined, um, leave 100K for his uh, public outburst, public demand that he would never work in an organization with Daryl Morey. And he has reiterated that. And as a result, the NBA has fined James Harden. Uh, he continues to be more so in the news here. Danny, does James Harden actually show up in the Sixers camp? Um, right before the season, or has he burned so many bridges, uh, burned relationships, even with his teammates, that it just doesn't make sense for him to appear in in camp? What say you, Jason? This is very familiar <laughs> to the Ben Simmons saga that happened a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what the Sixers do if they play hardball like they did with Ben Simmons <clears throat> with James Harden. Uh, and just have it, just have them sit on the bench, and or if they try to get something in return. But the problem is they don't have any leverage in the trade scenario. But is it one of those things where you just get what you can get and then just get the, get them out? But as an NBA fan, it's getting tired, man, watching James Harden do this every whenever he's uncomfortable. Well, every year, every year and a half. Yeah, and it'd be different if it was someone that was actually he has some hardware behind his name, right? He's fallen short in the playoffs multiple times, and he is a great talent. Don't get me wrong, but he just comes with so much baggage, and it comes to a point I'm like, man, you're making thirty five mil. What did you do last year? If anyone watched the playoffs against Boston, where he shined in two games and then no show the other five. How do you expect to get a max deal out of that? I think he, he won't show, but I'm curious what the Sixers do in this case, if they handle it like they did with Ben Simmons and just say, all right, well, don't show up. We'll pay you. Don't show. Cause we're not extending you tough to see, man. But it's like, come on, man. It's just getting old. Seeing it, it is. I think the X factor though, with that Danny is Daryl Morey. In mm-hmm. terms of what is he really wanting in return, and what is he, what is he willing to settle with? Yep. I think you and I and everybody and a lot of other people would be like, you know what, James Harden's burned the bridges, and let's just get him on out of here. Let's get everything that we can possibly get, even if it's not necessarily the bodies or the picks. We can at least get something for him. Let's turn the page and move move forward. Mm-hmm. And that would be the best 
um, for not only the individuals, players, players on the floor, but also really the entire organization itself. And so it depends upon what Maury wants. Is he going to be stubborn and try to get multiple picks, maybe multiple first round picks? I mean, James Harden is a former MVP, right? He's not in MVP form. That was the old, the younger James Harden. Yeah. Um, we've seen what this James Harden has done, what you just mentioned. So I, I really believe it depends, it depends upon what Daryl Morey really wants here and what's he, what is he willing to accept. And now, Danny, on to Little Brewers talk here. Milwaukee Brewers surprisingly uh, swept the uh, Texas Rangers. Did not see that coming. Uh, after they got swept by the uh, Dodgers, the Milwaukee Brewers, that is. And so they are two and a half games now leading in the division uh, ahead of the likes, the likes of the Chicago Cubs. And so with that, we'll see what happens. What say you, Danny, about these Brewers? Jason, they actually score runs. And this is where I thought they may have an issue with what happened with the Dodgers, they showed up. Uh, the Rangers are a really good team, and they swept them. Pitching came through. Uh, not that first game, but uh, the remaining two games, they shut them down. A lot one and two runs. So now it's – they got some distance now with Cincinnati. They have Minnesota coming up. Another series where the Twins are coming in, and they'll, they'll be a challenge. But they should be able to get the Twins at home. Um, the Twins usually play them pretty tough. Uh, but then they have the Padres coming in, and that's a team who's struggling right now. They're full of talent, but they, they're they not playing well this year. So they have some opportunities here, and then the big series is after that with the Cubs. Make some A here against the Twins and the Padres and set yourself up in case some bad mojo happens when you go down to Wrigley Field. Now, Danny, the World Cup. The women of Spain went ahead and did it for the first time in uh, history. Spain has won the World Cup, and uh, this marks, I believe, the third time that uh, both now the men and women national teams uh, have won the World Cup. Um, Spain went ahead and did the thing, Danny. I mean, U.S. got booted out. Um, I don't, I'm curious as to what, what's the, uh, viewership ratings of, of this world cup. Um, but as we all know, I mean, soccer or football is a bit more popular outside of the United States. So, uh, we'll see here, but nonetheless, Danny, I, I think, um, we definitely owe Spain a huge congratulations, um, for trying things. Uh, in this particular World Cup, what say you? Yeah, Jay, this Spain was close all the way through. It was, you know, 2 1 2 1 the previous rounds where they won by a goal and then to shut out England the way they did and to get that first World Cup was impressive to say the least. So, congratulations to them. And this is where I wish the U.S. could have made it here just to see them. Um, see them in this position but they fell short early so now we have to get ready now for the next world cup and to see if spain can continue their their momentum heading into the next world cup 
last but not least, football is upon us. Preseason football. Uh, I'll have to say this, Danny. You know, I watched a little bit of the Packers um, preseason. Wanted to see Jordan Love, see how this offense and defense, for that matter, um, and special teams, the whole team, to see how they really uh, are. There's going to be need to be some work here. Um, I think with Jordan, I think there's going to be some mistakes made that we're not customarily used to seeing. Um, primarily because, I mean, we had a veteran uh, in Aaron Rodgers, um, low interception rate, ratio, things of that nature. So I, I think we're, we're I can see a double digit in, in terms of interceptions. I'm going to guesstimate maybe about 16 interceptions. That's the marker that, that I'm, you know, I have for Jordan Love. My hope is that he does better than that. This team, it's a young team. It's a young team all the way around with your wide receiving core. Um, your running back core is very much so a veteran running back core, but your receiving core is very much so young. I mean, they start off against the Chicago Bears, heated, obviously a heated rival to start the season. This is going to be very interesting to see what happens. What say you, Danny, about the preseason football? I'm not so sure on that division that – they'll be as bad as people are expecting them to be because their defense should hopefully show up, but you never know because they kept their defensive coordinator. <laughs> so uh, as long as they don't show up week two, I'm good. Uh, but anyway, uh, on to the Falcons. Bijan got his preview, and uh, he looked good in his first game, man. He, he's He's quick. He's elusive. And – I'm looking forward to seeing how the Falcons handle Bijan if cuz Algier had the great year last year as a rookie. Cordero is like that utility running back slash receiver. You get Kyle Pitts back and Desmond Ritter is in his second year now. That's where we're ultimately hinging on is Desmond Ritter. Ball control, limit your mistakes. Uh and he got a little – it was good for him to get that play last year, at least to get a taste of the NFL, real live action. But he needs to be consistent, too, on his downfield throws uh, from the offensive side. And then the defensive side, man, we just have to give the offense a chance. So if we can keep the games like last year a lot, like 17-14, 21-17, them type of games, that's the way I see our game going again this year if we're running the ball the way I think – or as if we follow the way we've been running the ball over the last couple of years with Arthur Smith. And a lot of this too now, this the whole joint practice, and then you really don't see many, see much of the starters in the actual game itself. It's more of the backups. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe the NFL will change that in the future where they can give a little more viewership into that. Right now they block it where you can't, see anything mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know when they're doing their actual one-on-one -on -one, because then you actually can see it versus listening to somebody if they're you know capping as they say these days on um, like uh if someone wasn't having a good practice versus the ones you can see it versus someone just talking um so that's different now and I just think next year maybe they, they add a little where they show like a half hour or something of the practice, and you can see the ones against the ones from the offensive and defensive side. I think it's a good idea 
you know, to get the teams ready since they're not playing, you know, they've limited the preseason games. Uh, but all in all, man, just excited for the season to start. I know it's a couple weeks away, but excited to see what my, my Falcons can do. Thank you for joining us at That Porch Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.